Response. Very well, welcome to another episode of Response Podcast. Uh, much like the last podcast, Paul interrupted us halfway through our last relationship episode. I think he just wants to be in it. Yeah, 100%. He actually came in with a mic in hand as well. Yeah. Which was really mm-hmm. strange. Mm. <laughs> not so subtle. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. So yes, Relationship Podcast. I said in the last version that no doubt the last version of this podcast, which won't make it anywhere. You know, the, the young people have been waiting for this episode for months, if not years. You know, Gary seeing both of us, they're probably Swiping like, their screen to refresh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they know that we're we're the experts, like we're the final authority on the matter. Yeah. Um. So without further ado, <laughs> <laughs> without further ado, uh, is it that word? I can't remember. Um. Sh- shall we share your experience, Gary? I'll share mine after you share yours of relationships. I was terrified of girls. Oh, I yes, that's right. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. 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 But you know, managed to. Get myself a wife. Yeah, what age did you get married? Actually? Held it together long enough to get down the aisle. Yeah. You know? Yeah, now you're happily married and a child. Yeah. yeah it's all came together. Yeah, it's a Don't dream. know what I was afraid of. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah, and I said as well, you know, like, not only was I afraid of girls, I was afraid of everybody. Like, completely, like, up until the age of what, 19? Don't believe it. I know that. You know, that's I know. Okay. <laughs> I know up until like the age of 19, 20, probably 1920, yeah. Completely. Well, actually, up until the age of 17, I was completely terrified of everyone and then continued to be terrified of uh, women up until probably the age of about 19, uh, 20 ish. And then just really came out of myself um, and then really became confident in myself. I overshot. Yeah, completely went the other way. So I was really non-confident myself and then became too confident at like 19, 20. Thought you had it all. Yeah. I, f- I, feel, like, I feel like I've mellowed in my confidence in myself. Rebecca would probably say <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> she did tell me when we started this that um, you don't need to worry because Maddie enjoys anything that means he's the center of attention. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I don't know that's necessarily true. Maybe her opinion on the matter. And again, thank you, Rebecca, for such a glowing That's what spices are for. Yeah. The brutal honesty that we all need. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that glowing recommendation of my personality. Rebecca, hopefully if you ever listen to this, you can send me a wee text and apologize. She's probably laughing in the car <laughs> on her way to work. <laughs> being like, I did say that, I did, I did. <laughs> I'd tell him myself. Yeah, I know that. Oh, she, she has many times. Like, so obviously, Gary, both of us are married. Both of us have, you know, well... We have formed a relationship with a member of the opposite sex and have uh, got married. So, yeah. like, it's completed yeah, yeah, for us, yeah. like, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, is that is that God's design for relationship, Gary? Like, if we just hit the nail on the head perfectly and we have followed it to a T, or? Well, I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, well, you know, speaking seriously yeah. for a moment, because yeah. I think <laughs> we're nervous about oh, yeah, this podcast, no so that's why no we're behaving like this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, at the at the end of the day, yes, okay, um, we're married yeah. and have wives, but yeah. um, our relationships are still not perfect. No, definitely And that's not. just a reflection of the fact that... Um, we're all still sinners. Yeah, yeah. Um, all still, hopefully, um, day by day, leaning on the grace of God. Yeah. Um, to become more like Him. Yeah. 
in our relationships. Yeah. Um, and obviously, when you're married, um, that relationship is probably the most important one you have. Yeah. Aside from your relationship with God, yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and so, you know, I think... God has certain allowances there. You know, he knows it's not going to be a perfect relationship, mm. but it's always striving to be yeah. um, and, and make that that effort. Um, yeah. And I think as well, whenever we look back at, obviously, Genesis, that's where the whole marriage story yeah. begins. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've experienced at points, um, there's a tendency towards um, painting Adam and Eve as the first love story. Yeah. Which... Actually, when you read it, that's not what it was. Not so um, much, no. And I think for me, the key thing is that, you know, God had me and Adam. Yeah. And in his own words, he saw that it was not good for yeah. man to be on his own. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, And to me, there's so much, so much in that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one thing I would say is that um, God then created a woman as... A companion, yeah, and man and woman together yeah. complement each other, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that is what marriage is about. It is not yeah. about a love story or perfection, yeah, um, but um, we are created, yeah, um, different, yeah, um, but in ways that complement each other, yeah, when yeah. we come together in marriage, yeah, you've completely got it right there. You know, as you say that that Genesis text of man, it's not good for man to be alone. You know, so he needs somebody with him, and and God created woman to be that person with man um, in each and every man's life in each and every woman's life you know a woman is there to help the man the man is there to get helped um by the woman you know and, and we say as well that that the design that god has is it's not just man and woman but also once the world fell it was between two people who were devoted to god mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. you know, marriage is to be a reflection of uh, what God has done for us in sending his son, you know, it says in Ephesians, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So we're to, in our marriages, we're to paint, in our relationships really with the opposite sex, you know, we're, we're to paint a picture of Christ and the church. Now, yeah. of course, I've, I've said here for our young people, you know, they'll probably be thinking about dating. They're probably not thinking about <laughs> marriage yet. <laughs> And I have written at the top of this uh, section, God doesn't mention dating um, no. at all. <laughs> Strange that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's because his design is for a man and a woman to be uh, married. You know, and so dating, mm-hmm. I think our culture has put a lot mm-hmm. more emphasis yeah, on it than what uh, God yeah. sees it as. And I don't, well, I'm no historian, no. but obviously, <laughs> um, well, I don't know if you did this, but before we got married, we had read some books about marriage. Okay, yeah, One by yeah. Tim Keller, mm-hmm. for example, very good. Yeah. Um, I think it was his book um, where they said that the idea of sort of like romantic love and love stories yeah. um, is something that's only really been around sort of from like the Victorian ages. Yeah. So you're talking about a couple of hundred years okay. of like a, a cultural construct yeah. of what marriage and relationships are about. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that that doesn't matter. Yeah. But equally, um, it is founded on so much more. And it's founded on yeah. the will and plan of God. Yeah. And it's that commitment as well. You know what I mean? It's it's once you've made that commitment mm. to, to, to be with somebody yeah. for the rest of your life. I mean, 
I don't know if this is is true. Well, probably is true for you, Gary. But you get to know. I have gotten to know Rebecca so much more over this last year and a bit of marriage than I did when we were simply going out. And I've learned to to love her more. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, she takes this part of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> But I'm sure as well you've learned a lot about yourself. Oh yeah, oh definitely, yeah. I think I've been I've I've certainly become a better husband. Yeah. I think through the first year and a half or and whatever. And she has taught you yeah, things about, about yourself yeah. that you would never have Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not never, but Yeah. That are discovered that are, by yourself. Yeah, that are amplified whenever mm-hmm. you're with somebody. There's no yeah. doubt about it. And so I think um, as you say, you know, well, as I said originally, dating has become so much more of a bigger thing than what it mm. was in biblical times and how it's been constructed. And so there's, there's, there is a lot of pressure there as well. Yeah. But some key things you can get right in your dating before that you even, you know, before you even sort of think really about marriage, you, dating is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. You're dating somebody to eventually marry them. There's, yeah. no, there's no dating for just the fun of it. You so know. did you, did you like... Was it like first date, second date that you knew that? Uh, yeah, to be fair, it was probably like two weeks in from our two weeks after our first date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that I knew. I think to be fair, I think I said to her, "Oh dear, like, oh yeah." Two weeks in, yeah, 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 completely, completely laid my cards out on the table. To which, if I cr- remember correctly, Rebecca just sort of uh, nervously laughed and walked off. <laughs> 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 She'll refute that. Um, but I can tell you where it was. Yeah, it was up, up Redburn Park in Belfast, and I sort of said, I don't see this ending, and I think she panicked wow. and left. <laughs> I feel panicked. <laughs> haven't just heard that. <laughs> I know that. Uh, Although yeah. I, think, I think I'm right in saying you knew Rebecca before. So... I had maybe known Rebecca for a month before that, actually. Oh, right, fair. Okay. Only a month, yeah. Oh. They had done the camp together, and, but uh-huh. to be fair, had spent a week together doing a camp, mm-hmm. um, and had... Yeah. So really what you're saying from your perspective is that, yes, you, you began dating, but that was on the basis of having a really good sense of who Rebecca was as a yeah. person. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as strange as this is, you know, over, over, the week, over the week of the camp, I had got an idea of who she was. You know what I mean? I'd seen her volunteer. I'd seen her give of herself and how caring she was and blah, blah, blah. You know, the, 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 the nice aspects of her. Um, and... You know, I, I knew that she would make a good wife for someone, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, why why wouldn't, well, as somebody who wants a good uh, a wife, why couldn't that be me and sort of type thing like that? My goodness me, I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> My Starting word. to look a wee bit sweaty. I know that. Yeah, I'm wearing this big heavy hoodie here. That's what I'll put it, th- I'll put it down to. You know, so there was almost like, a, there was a checklist for me almost, Gary. You know, like, but do you think that's possible? To know someone before you date them, or is that something you should be trying to achieve? Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. I think you you're better knowing someone beforehand before you sort of launch into dating with them because if you don't know them properly before you start dating, somebody's probably going to get hurt. And something mm-hmm. else that I'd, that I'd written down here is about how you know, a guy Matt Chandler done a big series in America about relationships and men becoming men and women becoming women women, sorry, and how he said that you want to leave uh, somebody better off than when you found them if you ever do you know, go on dates with them or if you're in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the easiest way to do that is to know who they are before you even enter that dating relationship with them. You know, get to know them. Are they likely to be somebody who you would enjoy spending time with? Get to know them in a big group, first of all. That's what 
uh, your man Matt Chandler always says. <laughs> I think he actually says, hang out in, in a big group until you're ready to get married and then get married, which I don't entirely agree with. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not ready to dispel what Chandler says, you know, so quickly. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I was looking for a Christian woman uh, who who loved serving God. That was important for me because I wanted to serve God. Um, and and then obviously, you know, God's design was that it would be forever. Um, yeah. So yeah, practicalities. I suppose we've touched a few points on the practicalities of. Uh, relationships we've said about it's always an element of you want to find a good partner uh, somebody but to attract a good partner you have to be somebody who would attract that kind of partner does that make sense Gary yeah and so what would that look like to you <laughs> I feel like I've been speaking for ages <laughs> you've thrown me under the bus <laughs> you could sense your nervousness yeah no, that, and then I just rambled off as Rebecca always says <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I think there's that danger that people look to find sort of themselves in another person. Yeah. Um, and they're wrapped up in this idea of like, oh, the perfect girlfriend or boyfriend and the perfect relationship. And that's going to be what's going to, you know, give me my life satisfaction and yeah. my joy. Yeah. Um, and you can find all of those things to a degree, but yeah. um, ultimately... Um, you know, you have to find your your deepest joy, yeah. Um, in Jesus, yeah. Um, and what you're saying about you know, thinking about you know, if you want, if you know the kind of person you want to be with, then you need to try to reflect that. And ultimately, you know, if you have, if you're a Christian and you have a strong faith that's really important to you, yeah. then that's where you start from. Yeah. You know, when you should be looking for people like that. Yeah. Um, and. Equally, you know, you have to think, well, if I'm not that person, then should I really be um, involved with or dating someone who is? Yeah. Because um, you do have a bit of a, I don't like to <laughs> use the word duty when it comes to dating, but, you know, your relationships are a means to build each other yeah. up. No, definitely. Um, yeah. And if nothing else, that person is um, another, like, member of God's family too. Yeah. Um, and together, yeah, you know, you, you have to, you know, encourage each other and be yeah. good for each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're definitely right in what you say. And I suppose that that even comes back and sort of manifests itself in that whole sort of Christian and non-Christian mm. yeah. um, argument, you know, and, and not only that, but you want to be, if you're a mature Christian, you yeah. want to be dating somebody who's yeah. a mature Christian, marrying someone who's a mature Christian. And, and, and there's no reason if you find someone who isn't, you know, who is a Christian but maybe not mature, there's no reason why you, know, you can't wait, wait for them to become that mature Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's lots of books, there's lots of resources that are, are far more valuable than what, <laughs> than what, uh, than what we are. Um, but Gary, is it just to, to sort of close off, is everyone going to be married? Well, so this kind of crossed my mind with what we were saying earlier, you know, about how, you know, God does say that, um, do you know right back in Genesis that like oh, he saw uh, yeah, that it yeah. wasn't good for yeah. man mm-hmm. to be alone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yes, that's true. But equally, that's not supposed to suggest um, that if you don't find someone to marry, yeah. that there's something wrong. Yeah. Because no, you know it doesn't happen for yeah. everybody. Um, and to me, that takes us back sort of the more to the, the previous point about 
um, being grounded in your faith yeah. and following God, yeah. you know, and, you know, it says in the New Testament, you know, seek first the kingdom. Yeah. And all of these things will be added. Yeah. It doesn't say what those things mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Um, but God will add to your life the things that are good for you. Yeah. Um, but that may or may not mean a husband or a wife. Yeah. Um, but not to worry about that. Yeah. You know, we have I sort of written down there about new Paul, um, who says about how it was even not Pastor Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the Apostle Paul. I just ignored that whole paragraph Good. with what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, not only you, not only yeah, can you get gifts who are um, you know, a spouse, but it can also be a gift to remain uh, to remain single. Um, and and so Paul mentions about how you know the man who is married can sometimes be focusing on his wife and focusing on uh, the gifts that he has uh, in that. Uh, but also the single man can be focusing on God, the single woman can be focusing on God and use that as a gift. You know, you are, you are free to do a lot more things when you're single. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. people usually do sort of travel the world almost before they get married, you know <laughs> what I mean? But if you never get married, then you're free to travel the world whenever you want. <laughs> and do that, though, in, in and for God. Yeah. You go on mission trips and you dedicate your life to, to, to the Lord. Not yeah. that once you're married, you can't do those things, but there's certainly an extra freedom that comes with it. I mean... I'm not sure if this is okay to say, but if the Apostle Paul had, had a wife, you know, there would have been somebody who was heartbroken for him constantly. Mm. And it really would have, it probably would have really hurt her to see what God was putting yeah. Paul through. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Paul probably would have held back because of that. He didn't want to hurt his wife. And that's sort of what Paul says in parts of the New Testament. Um, but yes, is there some sort of summary, Gary, that we could that we could put on sort of relationships and marriage, you know, just sort of direct us perfectly to what God would want us to do or how we can act in our search for a wife or search for a husband. Are there any sort of, any things that, that we can conclude this with? Yeah, well, I think the words of Jesus, many examples, but a really yeah. key one yeah. um, is his instruction to love the Lord your God with all your heart. Yeah. Um, and all your soul and all your minds. Yeah. Um. And that has to come first. Yeah. It has to come first in everything. Yeah. Um, but it does have to come first before you pursue yeah. um, marriage and relationships um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, not only are you to put him first in all that you do, but in your efforts to get a spouse, in your effort to get a wife, in your effort to get a husband, uh, whatever that uh, may look like, um, you know, he goes on to say the second greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself, always treat people um, how you would want to be treated mm. in, the, in those circumstances. Yeah. You know, there's nothing worse, um, I think, than a Christian getting a bad name because of how he or she has treated somebody else in a yeah. relationship. You know, we've I've seen it a lot of times, you know, growing up, oh, such and such broke up with such and such, and it was a really difficult relationship. They've broken friendship groups over it. Mm. People no longer go to church over it. Yeah. You know, at real difficult things, and and it's and it could have been avoided just if they had have provided a wee bit more biblical wisdom, if they had have had a wee bit more patience in their search for a spouse, if they had have listened to God slightly more. Um, you know, certainly at, at a young age, you know, People don't have that biblical wisdom. They haven't matured in, in Christ enough to be able to do those sorts of things. 
Um, so my advice would be to remember those commandments of Matthew 22 um, and try to implement them. Gary, any parting words? <laughs> Just wait till you're older. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. That's not what we're going to close with. <laughs> Thank you so much again for listening to the podcast. We have been like 20 minutes here, Gary. Um so yeah, maybe we should have done like a three or four parter. I think we can return to this. Oh no doubt. There's a lot of there's a lot of things. I'd be very curious to. to know um some thoughts from our own young people as well. Yeah. So if you're interested so. in telling us your views on the matter, yeah. uh, do get in touch with us. Of course we'll see you in one eighty. Uh, we'll hopefully see you at church. And um, but until then, we'll see you later. Response.